The Fire Within Podcast. You need a sustainable plan, the right mindset, and the knowledge and inspiration to stoke the fire within. Just like the Phoenix, you can burn your old habits, never turn back, and emerge completely anew. There are no shortcuts. Welcome, Fire Within community. This is the Fire Within Podcast, where we talk about all things health, fitness, and nutrition related. I'm your host, Brandon, with my co-host, Joe. Hey, Brandon. What's up? Not much. We're talking about sleep deprivation today, right? Yeah, I'm exhausted. Yeah. (laughs) You have recently had a baby, so like you're hopefully just a short-term expert in this subject right now. Hopefully (laughs) short-term. Not a lot of sleep happening at the Woolly household. The challenges with raising a kid are real. Oh my gosh. All the different ways to try to get them to sleep, but all of them seem to end up with a lot of sleep not happening. (laughs) Yeah, just depends on the night. They're super worth it, though. Yeah. Just to hear them cackle, man. It's like the coolest thing in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can watch those babies laughing videos for forever on YouTube or whatever social media platform. Yeah, yeah, we're really into fart noises right now. That's Luke's jam. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, sleep deprivation, it's a pretty big problem worldwide and especially in the U.S. It's not just a problem for people who work night shifts or busy during the day. It can be a problem for everyone. I know a lot of the clients I've worked with have had different bouts with it. Some have to get sleep studies and CPAPs and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, my experience with sleep deprivation is I'll have bad nights of sleep, but I think if it's something that's an ongoing thing for you, it's probably a whole different beast. Yeah, yeah and there's all kinds of physiological concerns with it. We've talked about on a previous sleep episode that one night of poor sleep, can your blood sugar can read the same as a type 2 diabetic, even if you've got no issues, just because... All the different physiological processes that happen while you're asleep aren't happening and your hormones get out of whack. Yeah. So some of the consequences that are a little bit more serious can include heart disease and stroke even. It's pretty wild, but we definitely know it contributes big time to obesity. So this is ongoing lack of sleep we're talking about. this. We're not trying to like scare anybody. Hey, you don't sleep, then uh, you're going to have a stroke. (laughs) Yeah, but chronic sleep deprivation certainly can uh, start to build up for that. And one of the reasons is it uh, leads to more clotting, which is pretty wild. I don't think a lot of people understand that. So if one of your goals is to lose weight, especially now that we're a few few weeks past New Year's, one of the best things you could be doing for that is making sure you get more sleep. And not just that, it's important for muscle growth too. In fact, the most anabolic thing, the most muscle building thing you can do, it's not protein, it's not strength training, it's not water, it's actually sleep. That's the number one. Yeah. And how many people, that's their new year resolution? You get more sleep? You think it would be everybody's, how good of news that is. If you really want to lose weight and build more muscle while you're working out, sleep more. You'd think everybody would be like, yeah. <laughs> oh, slap chop infomercials all night long. <laughs> or whatever people, I guess it's Netflix now. Yeah. I'm not the QVC shopping channel. I've seen some guys get pretty enthusiastic about selling some knives, man. <laughs> that's the thing like this whole generation will never remember. The no, infomercial. That's, that's right. There's no way anybody's going to choose to watch one in today's on-demand culture. No, Talk you, to me about your product for 30 minutes, please. Nope. You have about seven seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Now, one of the other concerns with lack of sleep hormonally is it changes leptin's a hormone that signals the body to stop eating. It's our satiety hormone. And the less sleep you get, the less sensitive that is. And uh, that's going to screw up your hunger cues. You're going to eat a whole lot more. We've talked about on a past episode that lack of sleep also changes the amount of glucose connecting the kind of the caveman brain to the 
prefrontal cortex. So your ability to say no to sweets goes way down the tubes. And now that it's Girl Scout season, it's pretty devious, by the way, that two weeks after New Year's resolutions, when the Girl Scouts start up, that's diabolical. (laughs) They probably knew. They were probably like, what's the best time? When everybody says they don't want cookies, that's when they want them. That's when it, because by the way, one sleeve of Thin Mints is a serving, not two to three cookies. It's a (laughs) sleeve of Thin Mints. That's definitely been my experience. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever freeze those bad boys? Oh, absolutely. Oh, I love some frozen thin mints. This episode brought to you by the Girl Scouts of America. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I do have a friend who's a Girl Scout. I should plug her and see if we can sell some cookies for <laughs> my friend's daughter. Anyhow, when leptin cues are off, hunger cues are off, that's going to make your weight loss goals pretty difficult. You mentioned earlier, it makes it appear as if you were type 2 diabetic. What are the symptoms of that? Are you groggier? Does your, you have mental cloudiness? It's just I know that's what I experience when I haven't slept well. Like I'm not my most focused. I have a hard time thinking my thoughts and organizing my thoughts, being focused at work. Some of the symptoms might be mixed in with that leptin thing with the blood sugar changes is you're going to crave sweets big time. Your blood sugar is going to have more erratic spikes and drops. And I know for me personally, I get like clammy and sweaty. I get a lot of brain fog. I get this burning sensation behind my eyes. It's very difficult to focus. I think my first time experiencing this when I was in high school, we used to do these like all district band tryouts and you'd have to prepare a piece and go in and I'd stay up the night before till three in the morning and practice until my lips were so swollen. By the time I got to the audition room, I couldn't play a damn note. Yeah, that's not a good, but anyway, that's, those are my first times. Remember that feel a little nauseous sometimes. How long does it take someone to really catch up on sleep? Is that a myth? Does it just take one night of good sleep and now you're back to where you were? I don't really know that you can properly repay sleep debt. There's all kinds of studies and back and forth on that. So if you... I never heard sleep debt before. Yeah, sleep debt. So let's say you're supposed to average eight hours a night, just for an example. So eight times seven... Uh, 56 hours. And let's say you only get four one night. Now you get four hours of sleep debt. Does that mean you can sleep 12 hours the next day and it reverse all the effects? Yeah. I'm not really sure. I think it helps maybe a little bit, but I don't know that you can truly ever completely recover sleep debt. But our bodies are pretty resilient. If you fall into a pretty good routine, I think a lot of the hormonal processes and physiological problems can start to buff themselves out. Yeah, I imagine there's a big difference between people who get a bad night's sleep and people who have slept poorly for months. Yeah. There's probably just a, it's not an apples to apples kind of thing. No. Uh-uh. Like one good night's sleep and you fixed it. Yeah, not quite. Now, one of the benefits of getting deep, proper sleep is uh, Dr. Stephen Gundry has cited his research that it clears out something called beta amyloid plaque buildup, which is what contributes to memory loss, Alzheimer's dementia, and all that types of stuff. The sugar-derived clots almost in the brain as far as, that's not truly a clot, but if you don't get that proper sleep, you get more and more of a buildup of that Mm. and start to cause some different brain issues. So sleeping can definitely help mental function big time. So that's one of the things. So lack of sleep can lead to memory loss. So tell me about, because right now you're probably very much feeling sleep deprivation, having a newborn son. How is it impacting your regular everyday life? I could be mid-sentence and forget what I'm talking about. I could pick up my coffee cup and then spend five minutes looking for my coffee cup that's in my hand. (laughs) It's just silly stuff like that. Run upstairs to grab my dog to walk her and then forget why I'm downstairs. It's got like short-term memory loss. 
yeah. basically. That's the main thing I've noticed. Just a little groggy. What about when it comes to workouts? Do you feel like you have the same amount of energy? It depends. Like some days I'm okay, but it'll accumulate and it'll start to catch up. Like I remember one time I watch my son on Mondays and Thursdays now and don't take clients till the evening on those days. But I planned to do a workout, but I took him on a standard walk on the greenway. And I'm like, oh my God, my legs feel like they're a hundred pounds. And I canceled the workout that day. Because if you're super sleep deprived, your nervous system's not going to fire properly and you're going to increase your risk of injury. Yeah. So, I mean, it, you could stretch or something instead. I think I did some correctives, but I didn't do a workout. I mean, the point that we're trying to do with working out right is do something good for our body. And sometimes it might be better for your body just to take a nap. Yeah, I think there's some truth to that for sure. Have you seen the desire for sweets and treats and stuff go up when you're sleep deprived? Oh, yeah. I'll finish a workout and go, man, it would be a lot easier to just have some bourbon right now. <laughs> If it means I'm an alcoholic, no, just kidding. But no, I do think it's a, you're going to cave to carbs a lot more frequently and you're going to have less willpower and self-control. Um, so take a nap before you go to the grocery store and you'll save money. <laughs> take a nap and eat. <laughs> Pro tip for grocery store shopping. Yeah, save some money. But no, absolutely. That's going to impact those decision-making skills and your willpower. Bring on the Thin Mints. Do you find when you're having a hard time getting to sleep, I find now I'm like in my mid-40s now, that I used to just wake up and then I just fall back asleep. That doesn't seem to be the thing anymore. If I wake up now, it's a bit more of a, it's a, bit more of a thing. I remember I watched a TV show called Adam Ruins Everything and he was, did an episode on sleep and he was talking about this phenomenon that I didn't know about, but apparently back in like pioneer times or earlier times, people would often wake up in the middle of the night, have a meal, read a little bit, and then go back to sleep. It was called second sleep. It was just like a part of the culture then. Wow. Which is not something that we do now. <laughs> but I know when I am having a hard time falling asleep, I'm always trying to ride that line between, should I just lay here still and just wait it out, which could be hours? Yeah. Or should I just get up and do something that might turn my brain back off oftentimes like watch a tv show i've seen a bunch of times or whatever yeah and then that helps me fall back asleep and i've committed like 30 minutes to an hour to that versus just yeah. trying to lay there and will it to happen like sleep, sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a couple tools in our tool belt for me the most powerful thing is to get up take a epsom salt bath and get back to bed but now I've got a newborn. You can't um, wake up everybody I, in the house, your wife and the baby. Exactly. <laughs> so that option's kind of off the table now. I could go to the guest bath, but sometimes our in-laws are there and yeah. I don't want her to wake up at one in the morning having to pee and her son-in-law's in the damn tub. I Like last night, what I did, I went downstairs and made a chamomile sleepy time tea. Just And I've been listening to this audiobook, Shantaram. Let me plug that book. This book, oh my gosh. Is that of the Apple TV series? It's a 46 hour audiobook. And is I, it the same thing? Is it about a guy who commits a crime, goes to jail, breaks out, and then yes. goes to India? Yeah, he is. Okay, yeah, so it's like the same as the Apple TV thing. And it's got the guy that was in Sons of Anarchy that hasn't really been in anything else, and he does great in it. Yeah. yeah so I haven't show. seen the Apple. Now that I know it's that, when I finish the book, I'm going to go back and watch that. And I know it was a movie, I think. But it was absolutely gripping. Part of why I couldn't sleep last night is it just got to this Just really that good one part. more chapter. Oh my gosh. And it was an hour long chapter when he's in this Indian jail getting beat by bamboo rods. And it Ugh. was like, I just. That's why I have to, like I said, I have to watch like a TV show that I've seen before. Because yeah. if I watch a new show, I'm like, one more episode, one more episode, <laughs> one more episode. If it's yeah. a good TV so show. So if you're reading a really good book, it might not be the best strategy to go to sleep. But actually, physically reading a hard copy can help put you back to sleep. 
especially if it's on something boring like finances. But so the sleepy time tea, the bath, that is an option. Breathing techniques, we've talked about box breathing. But if I go through a few cycles of breathing techniques and I can't fall asleep, yeah. that's when I'll do something a little bit more extreme. I'll get up and do something. I usually don't eat. I don't think I've ever done that. But it um, feels like that would wake me up. It's not it's never something I've tried. Wake up and prepare a meal. Yeah. Plus, that's noisy, too. You'd wake everybody up in your house. I think breathe in for four, hold for seven, breathe out for eight, do 10 cycles of that, meditations. I've had some success with stretching. Oftentimes, if I'm just sore from working out or whatever. Oh, yeah. Especially like pigeon pose really helps. Like anything that gets like the, the back part of my leg seems to really help me get tired. Yeah. Yeah. So if you start a new exercise program and you find like your muscles are just really sore, crampy and twitchy, stretching could really help. Because I've had a couple of clients in their first couple of weeks just starting a program where the triceps are so sore, it'll keep them awake. I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. So Epsom salt bath and stretching might be the best strategies for that. Yeah. I think the ones that have worked best for me have just been laying down in a different spot. Have you ever tried that? Like instead of trying to sleep in bed, go jump on the comfy couch. Pre-baby, yeah. Actually, I did go downstairs to the couch a few times. Now, some of my sleep concern is we have our five-month-old in the bed with us, and so I'm afraid to move. I don't want to wake him. I don't want to disturb the mattress. don't want to roll on him, anything like that. So I feel like I'm in this mummy pose all night, and that makes it tough for me to sleep. Because typically I wake up diagonal across the whole mattress and I can't do that anymore, much to my wife's irritation. I don't know why it helps to change locations for me, but it has helped. And like I said, it's a relatively new thing in my life, having that kind of not being able to fall back asleep for hours. But And it always seems like, I don't know about you, when I have something early the next day, I typically don't do an alarm clock. I sleep like crap because my body keeps waking up to be like, is it seven? Is it seven? Or whenever I need to wake up. <laughs> I do have that feeling, particularly flights. Oh, um, airport flights for sure. Yeah, Vacation. like I'm just, I'm just not sleeping. Yeah, it's not happening. Yeah. I'm very fortunate though. I don't typically have the issue of not being able to fall back asleep, but a lot of my clients do. I'm very lucky. If I get to sleep and I wake up within five minutes, I can get back. Yeah. But some nights like last night just wasn't happening. My wife has tried, and I've tried various like z pills or something. When you just feel yeah. like, man, I got to have a good night's sleep. Yeah, Benadryl will knock me the F out. Yeah. I don't know how healthy almost, that is. I almost always wake up groggy though. Oh, even, yeah. Even if I get like a full eight hours, 10 hours even, if it's a weekend and I got nothing, I'll still be groggy after taking any kind of sleep enhancement thing. Oh, yeah. Benadryl will screw me up for half the next day. Yeah. So you just got to weigh out, is it worth it? But sometimes you get in a mode where you haven't had a good night's sleep in a week. You're yeah. like, yeah, maybe it is worth it. Yeah. After two days, I might consider something like that. I won't go a third without some kind of intervention. But it's super rare for me, yeah. something like that, unless I'm like just in a really stressful period of my life. Finally, a sustainable approach to meeting your health goals. The Fire Within app, available now on Apple and Android. What you get is an intro to strength training guide, comprehensive exercise library with over 200 exercises, a comprehensive nutrition health transformation course, a six-week meal plan, over 70 recipes, a six-week health redemption strength training course. This is for use with people with equipment and then the same course modified for body weight exercises. You'll also receive a six-week Inferno Abs Core supplemental program. If you download our free app right now, you'll get access to the podcast, exercise and app quick start, 
recipes, and more for a $29.99 a month subscription. You'll get the health transformation course, full access to the exercise library, the weighted course, the body weight course, the Inferno abs, recipes, and the podcast. So what are you waiting for? Try it now for free today. Download the Fire Within app. There's negative side effects of taking like melatonin for a long time, right? Potentially. So some research suggests it can downregulate your body's sensitivity to melatonin and it could potentially even downregulate production naturally. For me, aside from all that, I just get horrific nightmares. Just awful. Mm. So I will never take melatonin again to sleep. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Really bizarre. So you don't want to watch a horror movie and pop some melatonin? That would the be- horror movie would be a welcome <laughs> relief compared to the dreams I have with melatonin. Like it, it is bizarre. And it's always like family members and stuff and just yeah. awful, heinous things. I very rarely dream, but for the last month or so, I started dreaming again. And it's like the dumbest stuff, like the most mundane thing you can imagine. But it's got my brain all ra- ramped up about something like, oh, these scissors are left-handed and I'm right-handed. <laughs> and I'm just like, and I wake up and I'm like a little bit amped about it. I'm like, this is so stupid. There's no scissors. There's no problem. There's nothing happened. I used to tease my wife when we first got married. There were a couple of times she would wake up angry at me for something I did in a dream. <laughs> and I never experienced that before. And a couple of weeks ago, Lori had done something in a dream that I was upset about. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm like mad at her. It's 2 a.m. I'm waking up and I'm like, but she didn't do anything. Like logic can't win when you're in that half dream state where you're like, <laughs> literally nothing that I'm upset about actually happened in real life, but I can't turn it off. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I've had some pretty mundane dreams where I'm just doing something normal. And then when I first became a trainer and worked at a big corporate gym, yeah, I remember all night I would dream I was at work. And it was exhausting because then I'd wake up and it'd be time to go to work. I wonder, let me see if your experience is like mine. My early jobs, like out of high school jobs were fast food. Like there's no breaks. Yeah. I think that's where that's where I learned the phrase, if you got time to lean, you got time to glean. But you're never just doing nothing. So you're on your feet all day. But I remember often I would have a hard time falling asleep because I'm I was at Taco Bell. I'm making tacos in my brain. I'm just making tacos. <laughs> yeah. It there's orders coming in and I'm fulfilling the orders and I can't fall asleep because I can't get my dumb brain to turn off. It's the most exhausting feeling. I hate it. Also, working at night does that to me too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When we were making the app, I definitely had some experience because I would edit. I would chop off the, you do real editing. I could just chop them off in time. I can't like make them look good. Yeah. You're but, talking about all the different exercises. Yeah. So we had to yeah. upload a couple hundred exercise clips and I would do that till like midnight, one in the morning for, I did that for weeks and just all night I'm editing videos and exercises and oh man, that was the wrong gift for that one. And yeah, yeah, it was just, it was insane. That's why they say it's important to have some wind down time, right? That includes wine. No, I'm kidding. Down, oh, wind's down yeah, with wind a down. D. Oh, okay. you down wine. That's slightly yeah, different. When you down wine. <laughs> But no, I think it's important. And then just hormonally exposure to light, we've talked about extensively on this show, can keep you up. So switching to a low light, maybe reading a hard copy of something boring or a magazine so that you don't have a backlit screen, doing that 30 minutes before bed could be huge help. In fact, I should have done that last night instead of my audiobook. My audiobook has dramatizations and voice actors. So I think that's why it kept me excited. Oh, it's so compelling. Yeah. But if it was me reading a hard text, that puts me to sleep within five I pages. To, I might have to download that book and take that on the cruise. 
Shantaram. A couple days, yeah. Dude, it's the best damn book I've ever read in my entire life. I've heard great things, and the Apple TV series is amazing. Yeah, I still got 23 hours left. I'm halfway. I'm at the halfway mark. But it won't help me sleep. That's what we've determined. If you're reading it, like on a Kindle, it might. But well, I have a, so I got the new Kindle and the new Kindle lets you control the light temperature. Yeah. And so you can actually do like daylight, like 27 Calvin kind of light. And then you can invert it so that just the letters are that color light. Oh, cool. And it doesn't seem to have the same effect as like when the paper white came out. It was like that bright white bluish. Yeah. Keep you up all night yeah, light yeah. to shine in your face. Yeah. Yeah. I can't recommend this book enough. That's what the show's going to be. It's going to be a plug for Shantaram. <laughs> The um, show brought to you by Shantaram. Um, I don't even know if we're saying it right. I've never heard anybody say it out loud. <laughs> so I probably read about 30 to 40 books a year and been doing that for a long time. This is the best book I've ever read, hands down. Well, that's uh, a pretty glowing recommendation. If you're yeah. having trouble sleeping tonight, yeah, oh maybe don't try Shantaram. <laughs> no, no, Shantaram. try it. It's amazing. Shantarami. Screw your sleep. <laughs> Dive in. That's pretty interesting. I always get to that point with nighttime reading that the eyes are too heavy and I just... You know, read a paragraph and you're like, what did I just read? Pretty sure something just happened, but I don't remember. And then you reread it three <laughs> times and then finally you go, fuck it. It's probably not that important. It's over. <laughs> and then you get like a page later and he goes, wait, that paragraph may have been important. <laughs> I've had and to reread chapters the next day. Oh, I have no idea what happened. I must have missed something big. Yeah. I started a book series and book series can have that effect where... Because you have read 11 books in a series about the spy and the guy names who wrote it is Cap Williams or something like that. And uh, yeah, you can tell how much I pay attention to it, but it's very formulaic. It's there's going to be some action. Then this is going to happen. Then the story is going to resolve. And it's good. It's good for sleeping to read like a book series. Yeah. When it's formulaic like that. Yeah. 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 You know, that Wednesday Adams Family series was pretty good. They had some pretty good misdirects. Maybe we're just going to turn the show into like These are just things like a, to do when you can't sleep. It's just going to be like a book and Netflix review show. <laughs> Fire Within Nutrition and Fitness podcast is over. We're just reviewing <laughs> books and Netflix series now, folks. Uh, to help you sleep. <laughs> so anyway, we went over a couple things with sleep. But remember, if you have any kind of uh, heart disease concerns, stroke concerns, lack of sleep is a great way to accelerate those problems. So you definitely want to jump on that, figure out what's going on. If it's super chronic, seek sleep studies, sleep your doctor and all that. If it's really becoming a problem for millions of Americans. Where do you think that line is? Is like a couple weeks of bad sleep? Are we talking like a month of bad sleep? I would say if you're six months or more before you start thinking about a sleep study, probably. You can always intervene quicker, uh, but sleep studies are a big deal. I'm sure they're expensive. You're hooked up to all these electrodes and monitored all night. It takes you like weeks to get all the gel off of you. So it's not like your first line of defense. But if it's just a night or two, maybe I would say three or four nights a month, it's probably not of massive concern. It's still going to affect your health. But as it accumulates and it becomes more and more frequently, you want to hop on that before it becomes a chronic issue. The, the heart attack, stroke and stuff, that that's something I didn't know as much about early on in my career, the link with poor sleep and that. I didn't know that not sleeping could increase blood clotting. And that's Huge concern. And I've had clients go through insomniatic spells and then end up having heart attacks, widowmakers even. And which also is a good point. If you're, especially if you're 50 or older, don't skip your cardiac appointments. Make sure everything's good to go there. Sometimes you can have calcium buildups and all kinds of things. And if they catch it early, you can skip the widowmaker heart attack where the ambulance comes to your house and you hope you make it. So that's a public service announcement. But if you are having trouble, you have a couple tools at your disposal. You got breathing techniques, Epsom salt baths, you got reading, non-backlit 
things, the sleepy time teas. Melatonin might help. You can do valerian root. The sleepy time tea has a blend of chamomile, valerian, and lavenders and things like that. That can help as well. The views and opinions expressed on this show are not meant to be used as medical advice. Consult your doctor before implementing any health or exercise changes. The Fire Within encourages you to do your own research and aims to spark interest and motivation to a healthier lifestyle. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope you got a lot of value out of today's episode. If you did, go check us out at firewithinnf.com and sign up for Refuel, a weekly email with recipes, videos, and tips to stoke the fire within. Also, you can join the Fire Within community by being added to our Facebook group, And don't forget to follow us on social media.